Stephen Curtis Chapman. Don't lose heart. Good morning, 558 with Kevin and Taylor. Happy Friday. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Top of the morning to you. Yeah, hold on. Wait, wait. Let's try that again. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> there you go. It sounds a little more festive with all. Yeah, little, uh, Irish music. It does. I like there, it. it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, you're wearing your green today. Well yes. done, you. Yeah, I noticed you're not. I am wearing a T-shirt though from the patron saint of Irish rock and roll. This is Phil Lineup from the oh. band Thin Lizzy. He's recognized. Without without him, there is no U2. Okay. Without him, Irish rock and roll never makes it off the Emerald Isle. Okay. So yes, I this Got is it. this is more Irish than anyone that's wearing green. Today. You're still getting pinched. <laughs> That's the rule. You have to have green on. Look out. Well, we've got a wet and soggy St. Patrick's Day for you. Uh, rain on and off all day long. Some of us snuck in before the rain um, with a high of 64. Right now, it's so much warmer than it has been. It's 56 right now. And here are three things you need to know to get your day started. It's brought to you by Milton Martin Honda. Atlanta continues to be the Hollywood of the South. They just announced that major Hollywood production studio Lionsgate is going to be the lead tenant at a new Douglas County film and TV complex. You know, uh, Lionsgate, is, they supported all of Tyler Perry's Medea films, and they filmed three of their four Hunger Game movies right here in Metro Atlanta, including a scene at Sweetwater Creek State Park in Lithia Springs. You can hold out hope that you may run into some famous people here in Georgia because more than 30 movies and TV shows are being filmed here right now. No kidding. Including Stranger Things kicking off filming season five in June. Jack Black is filming a movie called Dear Santa, and he was spotted in downtown Decatur recently. And Mark Wahlberg is filming The Family Plan for Apple TV+. Plus. Huh. I know you would love to run into him. Oh, yeah. I think uh, uh, yeah, he and I are best friends. He just doesn't know it. I wonder how many times <laughs> he gets asked in his life, how's your mom and them? Right. It's got to be endless. Constant, right. Online sports betting, an issue once thought dead just a week ago in the Georgia Assembly, was unexpectedly re- revived yesterday during a Senate committee meeting They snuck it into a soapbox derby bill. Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're not going to love the latest in the world World of of food, food. discontinued menu items edition. Oh, I don't like this one. Yeah. First, (laughs) say farewell to this beloved Dunkin' Comfort drink. Dunkin' has discontinued the Dunkachino from its menu. It was a simple combo of hot chocolate and coffee. I don't know why they still can't make it. Second, Cracker Barrel removed several beloved menu items, including strawberries and cream French toast, sweet potato pancakes, baked apple pie dumplings, and I'm not sure who's sad to see this go, but no more fried chicken livers. <laughs> Finally, you in know, the world. Somebody's, somebody's granddad is really upset yes. that's going, I was raised on those. Ooh, gives, gives you some good iron. <laughs> Finally, in the world of food, discontinued menu items edition. KFC removed popcorn chicken, chicken wings, strawberry lemonade, and chocolate cookies from their menu. Wow. I wonder if a lot of people, I thought the popcorn chicken thing was really, I thought they started a trend with that. I did too. So I guess uh, Jack in the Box was like, fine, we'll put popcorn chicken on our menu. <laughs> right. It's pretty brilliant. It'd be a great restaurant. Call it, just call it Discontinued. Anything <laughs> that someone drops off their menu, we'll try to yeah, make it for you, right? I like that. Yeah. Good morning, 612 with Kevin and Taylor, and happy St. Patrick's Day. And uh, we want to share a little bit about the real St. Patrick, because it is a fun holiday, right? Everybody's wearing green. Mm-hmm. You might eat some green cookies. Um, might even, you know, go out and 
get into some shenanigans with your friends at your favorite, you know, Irish place around the corner or whatever. But whatever it is you're doing, remember this story. and Maybe you'll have a chance to share it later on today. Uh, Patrick was born in, in Britain. He wasn't born in Ireland. And uh, he was captured one day by Irish pirates. Didn't know there was a such thing, but I guess back then there were. And we're talking, this year is like, I don't know, the 400 and something, right? Uh, so he's captured by Irish pirates, taken to Ireland, where he's held captive for years, and he's a slave. And he escapes, makes his way back home to Britain. And he's like, man, that was awful. Glad to be home. And he's asleep one night, and he has a vision from God telling him, I want you to go back. You need to go back to Ireland, and I want you to convert the country. And he's like, hoobity hobbity, what did he? <laughs> yeah. I, of course, he said that with an Irish accent. Yes. <laughs> he sounded a lot like a leprechaun, in case you didn't know that. And he went, so he follows the Lord's instructions. He goes back to Ireland and so sets brave. about, like, long story short, com- converting the entire country. Yeah. It was a pagan country at the time. They had all kind of like, I don't know, druids or uh, Lord of the Rings type stuff is going on, right? Yeah. And he says, hey, hey, y'all, whoa. You're going down the wrong road. Uh, of course, he said, hello, hey, yo, you're going down the wrong road. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He put his life at risk, risking being enslaved again by going back. And he sets about, by the time he was done, there were hundreds of churches all over Ireland. Mm-hmm. What one man can do when, yeah. when obedient to the Lord. And I do think incredible. there is some truth to the uh, the whole shamrock thing that he used. The clover, you know, three-leaf clover. The Trinity. Yeah, to mm-hmm. teach people about the about yeah. the Trinity. So yeah, that's why it's. I think it's so cool. My husband was born on St. Patrick's Day. I mean, what a day to be, you know, born on a day with a man that lived such a, an incredible life that honored God. Let's think about it. are there any parallels between Glenn, Samuel T. He's from Texas. His heart was captured by a girl in Chicago, far from home, (laughs) (laughs) right? And the two of you moved to South Florida where you started in Christian radio to help spread the gospel. Yeah. So maybe there There are some uh, some parallels there. (laughs) Here's Chris Tomlin on The Fish. Chris Tomlin, holy forever. Morning, 618 with Kevin and Taylor in the morning. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm really inspired by the true story of of St. Patrick. And you, you look at his life and how different his life was compared to what we do or what we have our kids do, right? When our kids are like, you know, 14, 15, 16, we have them in school and you're like, talk to your guidance counselor. See what, you know, what is it that you want to do with your life? And what are your interests? What are your hobbies? And it's all about, you know, I want to use the gifts that the Lord's. And then we go to college, right? Or whatever. And then you start off in your career. He spent four, age 14 to 20 being a slave. <laughs> Then finally escapes that, has a dream. In the dream, God tells him, hey, I want you to go back there. So he goes, okay, I'll go back. Studies to become a a priest and a a man of the the word for six years, then goes back to Ireland, spends the next 40 years, never goes home again, spends the next 40 years converting people who had earlier enslaved him. I don't know any of us that would go to their guidance counselor and go, what I really want to do is be captured, become a slave, escape, Go back (laughs) and convert those people to know Jesus. 
the guidance counselor would probably recommend you for a prescription at that standpoint <laughs> or at that point, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, what a life. Yeah, be very inspired by his life today. And you don't, you don't have to do something as dramatic as him to let people know how much you love Jesus and they should give it a try too, right? We're in 6.30 with Kevin and Taylor. Thanks for starting this St. Patrick's Day with us. Oh, it's a soggy one too and the rain is a coming. It feels like Ireland today. We got rain and on and off all day long with a high of 64. Hey, Kev, how can you tell an Irishman is having a good time? Hmm, how can you tell an Irishman? How? He's doubling over with laughter. (laughs) Here are three things you need to know to get your day started. It's brought to you by Milton Martin Honda. It's one of the biggest days in KSU history. Our own Kennesaw State University Owls are headed to the NCAA championship game for the first time in history. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They're not headed to the championship game. Oh, cha- championship. The tournament. Right? Yeah, the tournament. Uh, tip off. Not, you just jumped over like 30, 30 rounds. <laughs> tournament. Sorry. Tournament, championship. Okay. That was just uh, a big one. <laughs> tip off again, Xavier, is 12.40 p.m. So a lot of people are probably going to be uh, taking long lunches or skipping out of work today. Mm-hmm. Chances are your brackets are messed up already. Number 15, Princeton. Shock number two, Arizona. Beating them 59 to 55. First time in 30 years. And number 13, Furman eliminated number four, Virginia, with a three-pointer with 2.2 seconds remaining, beating them 67 to 66. I think I watched that play about five times. It was so fascinating, so amazing. I had Princeton in my brackets. I picked them. Oh, cool. I did. Awesome. Because they they typically are one of the teams that will pull off an upset in that Ah. first round. So, yeah, I was like, eh, why not? A bill at George's house would remove the requirement of a college degree for some state jobs and is headed to Governor Kemp's desk for his signature. The state employee turnover rate uh, in 2022 was another all-time high, exceeding 25% for the first time. So they're looking at ways to curb that turnover rate. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. This is the sweetest story about just how nice our neighbors to the north can be. The Buffalo Sabres NHL team were in Toronto, Canada, taking on the Maple Leafs. Well, this woman named Natalie was singing the American National Anthem before the game started, and her microphone cut out. Hmm. The crowd of more than 18,000 mostly Canadians belted out the song for her, even after two other mics wouldn't work. You can kind of hear him trying to get the the home of the brave. I wouldn't know how to sing the Canadian national anthem. Oh, Canada. Can you do any more? Our home and glorious land. That's all I know. That's all you know? I'm impressed you know that. I I think the reason they know it is the only reason I know is from going to hockey games. Ah. Going to hockey games, they... uh, They They always sing both. Well, they don't always, but if they're playing a Canadian team, they do. Okay. Glorious and free. La, 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 la. But, <laughs> but think about it. Pretty much every time the N- yeah. NHL team takes the ice, they're playing a team from America. Well, that makes sense. So they have to they Why have to they listen were singing to it. it like that. They hear it so and, often, right? And the... Oh, oh the... You. <laughs> <laughs> but yay to them for doing that. Yeah, That's really it was cool. so sweet. Kevin and Taylor Good in morning. the morning. Good, clean, fun. 104.7. Hey, uh, we got the, the Junior Joker coming up in just a minute. Yeah. I always look forward to that every morning. It's 644 with Kevin and Taylor. So uh, I was looking at my Facebook memories and I started feeling like, man, 
Taylor, you are stuck in a rut. And then You're, I you saw your, you were looking at your clothes. Well, that too, but uh, it was something else this time. And then I was oh, like, no, oh, no, sorry. you know what? It's not a rut. It's tradition, and traditions are fun and good. So okay. I've, I'm trying to flip the script, but what happened was I, I went and looked, and um, it was so crazy. Year after year after year, there were pictures of Glenn's birthday cake is all ready for his birthday tomorrow. Okay. And it was, it's the same cake every time. Oh. Well, but, yeah, but I mean, why it. mess with, you know, success? Yeah, it's a, a, someone gave us a cookbook for a wedding gift. Okay. And it's called the Peachtree Tea Room Cookbook, and it's from Glenn's hometown of Fredericksburg, Texas. Okay. And the only recipe in the whole book I've ever made is Colin's chocolate cake, and it's got brewed coffee yeah. in the batter and in the icing. Oh, and it's, yeah. You brought that oh, in before. That's so good. good. That it's, is good. That's, so, wh- I mean, that's worth the price of the cookbook right there. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it's okay to be stuck in a rut when yeah. it's a tradition like that. It's, it's a, a winner, cake that sure. everybody loves. But guess what? I When I was making it last night, I thought I had set the timer and I didn't. So I had to guess. Oh. And I'm so worried that it might be. Actually, I think I may have undercooked a little it a little putting, bit. But I'd already always rather wit, risk undercook than, than overcook. dry cake. I cannot stand dry cake. So we'll see. Yeah, because we cut into it. There's egg in it. We're all eggs. No big deal. No, no big deal. <laughs> We're all eggs sitting out all day. No big deal. You'll be just. What's in the refrigerator? Should be fine. <laughs> Pray. 649 with Kevin and Taylor in the morning. I, I like it that you're making the, the same cake for Glenn again. Yeah, I, I'm a traditional tradition. guy. Yeah, I like to have the same same things to mark different events and stuff. That Probably makes you you feel know, better. Like my mom would have so many Polish traditions we would do on holidays. Yeah. So we, we would have the same thing and we'd all look forward to it. Yeah, and I don't have that kind of deep like tradition like you do. So I guess at least we're making have the your cake. Own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I reached out to my sister. Um, she Actually, she reached out to me first to wish my husband a happy birthday. And she's a kindergarten teacher. And I said, what are you guys up to today? And she said, Lenny the Leprechaun has been playing tricks all week and making a mess. Today he's going to send them on a scavenger hunt to find a letter of apology and a treat. I think he's a little crazy sometimes. And they're also having a green tasting party where the kids bring something green for a snack like cucumbers, pickles, grapes, Skittles. Mm. She's going to take a picture for me. That's cool. That's not like fun. fun I want to be in kindergarten. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say I want to be a kindergarten teacher. No. No. I want to be in kindergarten. I want to be in kindergarten uh, in my sister's class. <laughs> Good morning. Seven o'clock with Kevin and Taylor. Thanks for starting this Friday morning with us. First thing you'll notice when you walk out the door, it is warmer this morning than it has been the past couple of yeah, freezing mornings. Sure but from what I saw, don't get used to it because the... Uh, below freezing temperatures might be coming back tonight. We'll get the forecast in just a couple of minutes. If you're joining us Sunday from 10 to noon at Atlanta Motor Speedway, heads up that Raceway Ministries Atlanta is having breakfast at 8 a.m. with a church service afterwards. And then we're going to be there broadcasting live from 10 till noon. And Kevin and I love meeting you. That's like our favorite. So we'd love for you to come by the fish booth at Atlanta Motor Speedway on Sunday. We got rain on and off all day today with a high of 64. Here are three things you need to know to get your day started. It's brought to you by Milt Martin Honda. Hundreds of students from at least eight Atlanta area high schools spent the day in Clayton State University as part of the One Goals annual Metro Atlanta Student Summit. This year's event paired students with professionals and workshops in an effort to make the goal of going to college and getting a degree feel more accessible. Metro Atlanta's economy jumped off to a much better start to the year than it usually does. Even though jobs were down, 
The labor commissioner said continued investments in Georgia's labor force and a thriving business community have kept our economy strong. And get get this, we continue to be the Hollywood of the South. One of the sectors where job growth grew a lot was film production. Mm. Hey, do you have a company? Uh, company? Do you clean for certain company? And then other friends, they just come over no matter how trashed your house is, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> no matter what chaos it is. <laughs> uh, check out what moms are sharing on social media. They're messy homes. Mm. Yep. Hashtag messy house is trending on TikTok because moms are normalizing being normal and uh, avoiding perfectionism. Some are even getting super brave and showing their <gasps> screech, screech, junk drawers. <laughs> After all, when you have kids, it's nearly impossible to have a neat house. Moms everywhere are taking comfort in not having to be perfectly clean all the time. Is that the social media equivalent of the sign that my wife had hanging when our kids were little? Our kids were little before social media. And it said something like, pardon my mess, but I was busy. And it lists all the stuff she I was doing with is. the yeah. kids mm-hmm. instead of cleaning the house. Yeah. Good morning. It's 745 with Kevin and Taylor. So uh, coming up in just about 10 minutes, maybe less than that, probably like five minutes. Family four pack of passes for Atlanta Motor Speedway and the M Better Health 400s coming up on Sunday. We're going to be there uh, broadcasting live before the race. We'd love to see y'all. Oh, and should we, we should remind everybody at this time on Monday, we'll be talking to Lauren Daigle. Can't wait to have her on the show. That's are we really? Awesome. Yes, we are. How about Griff? Good job. Yeah. Way to go, producer. Yeah, isn't that awesome? So uh, we're talking about stuff you just have to have to have in order to get a good night's sleep. Uh, my husband and my sister love to make fun of me because, like, if I'm in a hotel room, I have to go around and find any little lights and cover them up with, like, a washcloth from the bathroom. Hmm. So much so that I set off a fire alarm <laughs> trying to cover a light one time. But um, there's also out in the news today not only about uh, what you need for sleep, like most people sleep with three pillows, but asking the question, do you let your dog sleep in the bed with you? And mm-hmm. um, it's so funny. When we got our dog, I I'd said, no, we're not going to have her on the bed. And that lasted one night. <laughs> and I love dogs on the bed. I think it's so sweet and special. But um, there's new numbers out about just how much sleep you're losing. Mm-hmm. People with a dog on the bed or a, a cat on the bed say they have trouble falling asleep. They wake up in the middle of the night and they wake up tired. But it's worse with a dog than a cat. And mm. it also depends on the breed and the age. Mm. And like Alex the Wintermutt, she sleeps right in the middle of the bed like so curled up and and then when we uh, dog sit for our producer Griffin we let his dog sleep on the bed too hmm. so I don't mind a dog on the bed yeah yeah we have five dogs and four of them insist on being in bed with us <laughs> three of them last through the whole I don't know night. how there's room left for you and your wife we have greyhounds I mean, these are big dogs these are not and um I can I can the thing I can sleep without the dogs in the bed I'm fine with that um, like when we go on trips or whatever, as a matter of fact, it's kind of nice to get a break from the dog, stay in the <laughs> hotel room. Yeah. There's something else, though, that I, I have trouble sleeping if it's not there. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. I heart Met Mar, the Lord's Prayer. Really like that song. It's 7.51 with Kevin and Taylor. So uh, we're talking about that, getting a good night's sleep. Taylor, you said you need three pillows. Yes. To get no, a good I need, sleep. the average person needs three. Oh, need, I need two. You need two average person. I know these yeah. normal size pillows or are they like one of them, like a full body pillow? Or I what's have your deal? like a, I have a neck pillow, like it cradles my neck so my neck doesn't hurt. Hmm. And then I have like more of a, I guess it's called a king size pillow. Okay. So it's pretty big. Okay. And I'll either, I'll hug that and I also kind of put it between my knees because I, 
I fell on some ice in at Wheaton College, and my back hasn't been the Ever same since. Ever since then, huh? Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's not the dogs. I can sleep okay without the dogs. I can even sleep okay. The only pillows that really bother me are, you ever been in a hotel and the ho- and the the pillow feels more like a balloon? Yes, than they're a way too tall. Yes, what I, is up I with don't that? like that. Yes. That would cause me to have a rough night's sleep. But here's the, the one thing in this whole wide world that will cause me not to get a good night's sleep. Okay. And that's if, and it rarely happens if Tracy and I are apart. I like her to be there. Even if we're not like, you know, like snuggling or canoodling or whatever, yeah. just just having her there. And the other, uh, a couple weekends ago, she went to visit our daughter who lives in another city now, and she was only away one night, but I had a rotten night's sleep. Aww, yeah, that happens to so many of us married people, doesn't it? Because I'll leave it like every night when we go to bed, I usually will reach over and I'll just wedge my hand underneath of her. And Aww. that's that's kind of how I fall fall asleep every mm-hmm. night. So yeah, having it, her not being there that that will cause me to just toss and turn, not fall into the deep sleep, whatever. So maybe I'm Linus and she's my blanket. Yeah, I think every married person in the car listening right now is going, "Amen." The same thing happens to me.